Good evening, Sibawaya. This is Kozlo Kincaid for UT Citizen Radio, and with me in the studio tonight is Dr. Roberto Climbingtree, Director of the Division of Infectious Diseases with Citizen Health Services. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Climbingtree. Thank you for having me, Kozlo. It's always great to be here. So talk to us about the Citizens Immunization Initiative. CIS is an awareness campaign addressing this year's strain of influenza, which is a nasty and especially particular virus. It is extremely contagious, difficult to treat, and for those susceptible and unimmunized, the survival rate is very low. It's important that every citizen, young or old, get this critical, life-saving vaccination. Why only citizens, doctor? Shouldn't everyone get this vaccine? As I stated before, this virus is particular, choosy, one might even say discriminatory. The viral strain only affects those of UT descent. Those of other bloodlines simply are not affected, Coslo. If I were infected right now and drank out of your coffee cup, you'd not catch a thing. I, on the other hand, could look forward to extreme fevers, organ failure, and hemorrhaging. Is such specificity in a disease natural? No. This does have the stink of genetic engineering to it. The Iron Claw administration will be holding a press conference tomorrow in this regard. Who is responsible for this attack, Dr. Climbingtree? That's a matter for the administration, Coslow. I'm just a simple tribal doctor. Look, I know it sounds scary, but the good news is that we caught it in time to vaccinate against it. If citizens get the requisite immunization, no one will have to worry about the citizen flu now or even in generations to come. Thank you, Doctor. I know you've put my fears at rest. You heard the doctor, listeners. If you're a citizen, get your shot. If you're an immigrant, you've got nothing to worry about. Right, Doc? You got it, Coslow. Coming up after the break, Dr. Climbing Tree takes your questions, and later in the show, celebrity style reporter Suki Redcloud shares the details of the royal wedding. Wait, what the sweet spirit? Oh my god! In their arrogance, the people across the water called it the New World. We called it Our World. It is a land unspoiled by white man's sickness and by white man's greed. Welcome to the United Tribes. You won't be staying long. Harris, you look me in the eye right now. You pick a side, and you're either with me, and we're going to go save my family, or you're with your nation. There's no room for the middle. Your city is doomed. My city is doomed. We'll see about that. Land this fucking goddamn bird. I'm diving out. Get yourself to safety. I turn into a hawk, and I fly the fuck out. None. Water goes one way, air goes the other. You get in the water. And, I mean, you can feel what's going on. You can feel the, the sea trolls, which are what these water elementals are, you know, have been launched from the Leviathan-class uh, warships 
that your that your father commands. He is clearly is planning to wash the land clean. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm swimming as fast as I can to try to find him. You trying to get to the flagship? Yes. Suddenly on the screen, you see what I've just described. And Shadow Override says, there's your diversion. Are, are you in league with the Aquians? We've been feeding information to the Emperor's people for months about what we knew. And when we found out even more, we shared that, that information with them concerning the UT's plans to join the Nazis. Duke Eris ordered uh, warships into the territorial waters to help secure Sipawea during the bombings, which gave us the opportunity to bring them in sooner than we had otherwise planned. Can they, in case we can't find the time machine, can they take out the, the, the device that's going to be gassing the city? I'm, I don't know. We did not help plan the event. We just shared the information. All right. Well, uh, did we ever determine how many people I could teleport? Uh, you can teleport five at a time, easily, and then more with more difficulty. Well, I'd imagine we probably want to bring a small group with us. Um, so I'm going to suggest we bring a small group and go... Sh- I, I, I remember the trophy room. I think we go straight to the trophy room. I'm going to the tallest building in Sipaway, which is probably our tower. Iron Claw Tower. Okay. And I'm summoning the biggest fuck lightning bolt I fucking can. It is time for a fish fry. <laughs> Okay, so you are summoning up some lightning as you as you feather your way. Yeah, it should be pretty easy considering it's a gigantic fucking storm, Aaron. Wouldn't you say? I, I, fairly easy. Yeah. 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 So uh, you are water conducts. Let's do this. <laughs> so what's your target? I don't know. You know, p- pick me a pick me a diversionary thing that was gonna piss me off. A sea troll? Okay. Sure. Hey, just check, Fuck man. that guy. <laughs> Okay, so you've got, there are now five of these sea troll things uh, crashing across the city and working their way in towards where Ironclaw Tower is and just leaving a terrific path of destruction as they go. As I turn back to myself, I get back on the horn. It's like, hey, hey, warriors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling my other cape buddies. You guys here yet? Yes, they are on on route. They should be there shortly. Okay, we got sea trolls. They're inbound. All right, I'm gonna nuke a sea troll. Okay, so uh, I assume that you're that you have changed back into Jeremiah form. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would have to to use the comm. Right. I just didn't. I just wanted to make sure that we were, you know, covering all the bases. That you didn't have some yep. kind of special hawk Bluetooth thing going <laughs> on. So, nope. um, so you you are on the roof mm-hmm. as Jeremiah. You're summoning up some of that awesome electricity. I'm going to pick a gigantic 100-foot-tall sea monster and uh, point and click. You hit it, the you know, lights it up, water just ripples and sparks. and uh, it, was, it was a good sound hit. Good hit. Good on you, is what I'd say. It staggers, you know, kind of loses cohesion and seems to be gathering itself back up. So, Carl... Or I'm sorry, Excel. You are running around. You have been pulling people out of the wreckage and whatnot. Is and you know you see that what you can see there are at least three of these things stomping around town now. Yep, Siren. I'm going to go to the closest one. 
I have a power called Whirlwind. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what it's going to do to this, so I'll read you the description of it here. Uh, By running in a tight circle, the uh, size of a large burst template, every creature within must make a strength roll or be sucked into a miniature Whirlwind and thrown into the air. Okay. Place all figures 1d10 away from their current position in a d12 direction. Uh, Creatures or objects weighing over 300 pounds are not tossed, but suffer minus 2 penalty until the whirlwind stops or they move out of it, which requires a strength roll at minus 2. Since these aren't, you know, since they're made of water, I don't really know what that's going to do. Okay. But I'm basically making a tornado around one of them. I rolled an 8. Wow. Their strength is 12. They're 100 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when so I said your city less, is doomed? <laughs> yeah, that was less effective than I had hoped. But try try again. As you're gearing up to go, you're taking Joe? I'm going to take Joe. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming I'll probably take Atlas and maybe Trap, okay. given that I, you know, he, he has such a warm smile. <laughs> I, I, well, and I probably will bring someone who can actually activate the device. Maybe... Because I'm not one of the admins, one of one of uh, Shadow Rides, Shadow Override's assistants. I said Shadow Override is probably not capable of making the trip himself, so I'm probably bringing one of his more capable admins. Okay. So you're taking Doris. Okay. And so there's uh, five of y'all going yourself and four others. Okay. So as y'all are getting ready to go, you know, Trap is passing out weapons. Yes. You know, he, he's looking at the table that they've got, he's got firearms on, and he looks down, and there's there's two handguns, and he hands them both to you, and he goes, these seem about your speed. Huh. They feel right when I take them. Joe, is, is everyone's all equipped out, and you're ready to go. All right, so I get everyone in close, and I teleport us into the trophy room. Okay. You are in the trophy room. It looks much as it was when you were there previously. You see the empty case where the uh, journal was. You see various animal trophies and ceremonial knives under glass, that kind of thing. Uh, But you don't see anything that looks like a time machine. So you have got your big bag of fun stuff. Yes. What you going to do? So, you know, when I reviewed these plans when we last played, uh, it, it, it indicated where this, uh, you know, where things are located. It, somewhere on here, there was was the actual store of aerosolized um, drug, whatever you want to call it, poison that they were going to spread out over yes. everybody, right? Yes. Okay. The, the- I'm going to... Uh, Head there. Okay. So there are – it is actually in the weapons bay of the Zeppelin, which, you know, strangely is is not armed for this mission. You know, certainly there are some, uh, some you know, fanciful lasers and there are – you know, when you, when you get there, there are these giant canisters that are full of, of uh, gas – to make the uh, lasers visible when they when they <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's what it's for. that's what it's for it's just, it's just that's, to make the it's, it's just to make the lasers visible for the show okay it's gonna so be very it's, exciting it's, are there are lots of people down here um no there there are a couple of of guards but uh, as you're as you're moving around you can you can hear that the military personnel is starting to become rather excited and you see as they're pointing out the sidelights. You can see that there, you know, everything that I've described previously going on down in uh, beautiful scenic Sipawea. You know, I will snap to the pi- 
pirate at the pri- pirate Jesus I'll snap <laughs> to a private and ask him what what is going on out there it, it appears that the Aquians are attacking the the, the the United tribes insane lesser species <laughs> I'll tell them to uh, you know that this is, is grave news and they should report to their uh, emergency duty post you the uh, warning clacks and sound and you hear, there you go you hear uh, prepare to cast off prepare to cast off. Schnell, schnell! Yeah, oh, and, yeah, I mean, guys are running. The the red alert lights are flashing. It's a whole thing. You can feel the zeppelins beginning to shift and uh, you know come under power again. Okay, once uh, once that is uh, going on, I'm going to plant charges. Uh, once the guards have vacated the area, I'll, I'll use my stealth to to kind of move around and plant charges on the the gas canisters. You you have wiggled around, and there there are three of these things. You know, yeah. uh, one on 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 you know port, one starboard, and then one aft to to you know really get a, a good you know coverage for the laser show. You know, like I said, the men are, are running around, but you see a number of white jumpsuited techs running down onto the deck and they're you know they're they're pulling on their jumpsuits and they're running over to the controls the controls that run the gas tanks how many techs are there uh there are five of these guys are they armed uh not that you see how many charges have i planted so far uh you have you have taken care of one canister completely right the one over on the starboard side you're working on the one in the center and you haven't touched the one uh, uh port at all okay uh, I'm going to uh, open fire on the text. So I'll keep my, you know, I'll keep the canister between me and them. I'll, I'll lean around and, and uh, attempt to, to take out the one in the lead so that others, you know, will grab some some cover and power. And you shoot him, and I mean, he hit him right in the hip, and he got in the himmel! And you know, hits the deck. <laughs> my god! And, uh, you know, they, they all scramble for cover. I'm going to start set, continue to set charges with one hand and occasionally pop off a shot in their general direction to uh, try to keep them uh, down and, and cowering. Uh, lightning bolting, sea uh, troll for a second time. It seems like an effective strategy against creatures that like water. It does. Well, you wounded the first one. You just didn't take him out. Well, that's what we're going to try to do now. Yes, sir. Take him out. The water just explodes, spraying across the city. And it's a lot of water. You're going to attack my city? Fuck you! Excel, you know, you weren't successful, you know, uh, wrapping that one up into a twister, but you see one several blocks over just explode as a second lightning bolt hits it. You see coming over the the, the rooftops, you see the um, super-powered contingent of the United Tribes, the United Warriors. And they're coming in, there's about seven of them, all these different UT heroes that are that are coming in, engaging the sea trolls as well as uh, assisting the injured. So it looked like these things were heading towards the, the tower, right? They still do. Okay. And these guys are coming in and they're fighting them now, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm running to the tower because that seems to be where they're going. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be going at uh, sonic speed. Basically, I'm breaking the sound barrier, and uh, I'm in the process trying to clear the path between them and the tower of people that could be hurt. So I'm trying to uh, basically get the streets as clear as I can while moving towards the tower itself, because if that's where they're going, that's they're probably going there for a reason. Sure. So you go hauling ass to the tower. You reach the, the tower in moments. Um, and you can see that you've got a better view of how many there are. And there are four of them converging towards the tower. 
just to clarify, four 100-foot-tall sea trolls. Meanwhile, underwater, Duke, you have located your father's flagship. Are you entering? Yes, I am. You enter the magnificence of the Leviathan class ship that your that your father commands when when he goes to war. You know, you are immediately rushed to the command deck. All right, I'm going to come stomping in. His face is going to be pretty ragey looking, and I'm going to find my father. Is my father an honorable guy or more of a uh, ends justify the means kind of guy? He is an honorable man who's got a very short temper. Ah, okay. All right, well, I'm going to uh, – if I see him, I'm going to walk right up to him. <clears throat> he, he is there amongst his, his war council. You, you stomp right up to him. He says, son, I'm glad to see you're well. Father, why are we attacking the city? Do you know what they were doing? Do you know what you were marrying into? Well, I thought I did. Is there is there's something I don't know, I, I take it? They were looking to sterilize the entire non-citizenry. That was part of their deal with the Nazis. What? The Germans were, were providing them the technology to sterilize the entire first generation of the non-UT citizens so that they would not have a second generation. How do you know this? The United Tribes has shown themselves for what they are, and I will not have it in two hemispheres. We can control this today. We take out the Iron Claws, and we can put in our own government with your new wife. This doesn't this this doesn't seem to line up with what I know of these people that I've met. We have the evidence. Can I see it? Absolutely. And he directs you to Cousteau, who is standing uh, just off to your right. Show the Duke. Show the Duke so that he can be as furious as I. You are in the trophy room. You don't see anything that looks like a time machine. Well, we don't know what a time machine looks like. True. True. But, so do I see, I mean, do I see anything that looks like a hidden compartment? Any, I mean, it, it does the uh, admin that, com- that came with us have some type of technology that can scan for energy signatures or the admin doesn't but trap does he's like in my in my earlier days i was quite the thief and he starts casting about with a with a little bit of his sensor tech as as trap is looking you see a a wall that looks a little little strange to you you know it kind of pops a little and you go over and you can find a a pressure point on it oh i'm going to uh, apply pressure you apply pressure and I'm going to have you roll one more thing for me. Roll me notice one more time. Okay. Um, I got a four. That's not going to do it today. Should I spend a Benny? Is it important? I, I you know, I, I would hazard uh, that it, this is not important at all, and you do not need to spend a Benny. Okay. <laughs> so we're not spending a Benny? <laughs> I'm spending the Benny. Are you sure? I mean, I don't think you need to. I, I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, I'm spending my Benny. And I got that explodes. My four sider exploded. And before you say it, you're looking for a seven. Well, I got a seven, but I'm doing it at a minus two, aren't I? Yes, you are. Okay, well, I got seven. Is that what you're living with? Or you want to spend another Benny? Yeah, I have two. I'm living with it. You sure you've got two Bennies here? <sighs> I mean, you're in for one, you might as well be in for two. Trying to go for a seven, but my I only have a six and a four sider. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do one more. 
<laughs> See, uh, what I love about this is I got him the first time by saying you don't need to spend a penny. I got him the second time by saying that he does. Doesn't he? <laughs> All right. Hold on. That six-sider explodes. And I got seven again. So, no. So, okay. I'm not spending another penny. Okay, so you pop it. The panel opens up, and you can feel a, a push of wind. And you you hear it, or perhaps I should say you feel it before you hear it. You are on your back before you can even register what happens. There is a monstrous creature that has just leapt out of the compartment. It is burly and teeth and claws, and it just yells, Honey Badger! Oh, shit. Excel, you are on the ground. Are you staying on the ground? There's nothing that gives me any indication that uh, that anyone's on top of the building, right? Correct. Okay, then yeah, I'm going to... I'm staying on the ground, basically just trying to, doing the hero thing, trying to save people, trying to get people off the street so when these things hit, they're not going to uh, kill anyone. All of a sudden, the security lights flip on the tower. Now, that's not as surprising as it might otherwise be, given the fact that there are 400-foot-tall sea trolls moving your direction. The thing that, that you notice by looking through the glass windows is that there is a robbery in progress. Oh, well, I'm going in there. So you're zipping in inside the building? Yep. Jeremiah, you're on the roof. Same thing. You're getting ready to, to deal out some more uh, electrical damage when you see the security lights flash with the indicator that there's a robbery in progress in the, in the building. Well, a couple things. <laughs> I, I've, I've ran with my posse of uh, supercharged warrior braves for a while, Aaron. Right. Are they in the weight class of a of a hundred foot tall troll? Uh, some of them are, yeah, yeah. And then you know those that aren't are, are very capable of you know helping citizens get the hell out of the way. So somebody teleported in, maybe. Ugh, God, what do I do? You also notice in the distance as you're kind of looking at, and the storm is here now. By the way, um, okay. You know, you've been pulling, you've been easily pulling the electricity out of the clouds, but. Mm-hmm. You see that the Baron's Zeppelin has undocked and is moving deeper into the city. That seems dumb. And gaining height so that it's, it's that it's over, you know, perhaps out of the arm's distance of the sea trolls. I think I've got to nuke trolls, Aaron. I think I got to do one more. I got to do one more lightning bolt on a troll, and then I'll head in. Try to take one more of these guys down. Right. Like that's gonna happen. Um. That's a ten. That's pretty good. That's a hit with a raise. All right, so we'll do the spellcasting thing again. That's a six. That's that's still fair. Yeah. Not great. So, so regular dice with the one raise. Correct. Or is it okay? That's fair. All right. There's some sixes. Nice. So that's five, six, seven, twenty-seven, and two rerolls. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty-five. One more reroll. Thirty-nine. Very good. Bam! You 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 zap it up. You don't destroy it like you did the previous one, but you knocked it down. And it goes toppling into one of the buildings and splashes free across it. My city! On the Zeppelin, you have, uh, Joseph, you have completed the, the addition of explosives to the starboard and to the uh, central tank. And now you're over to the port tank now. And you have rolled over firing while you do that you know, to, to keep you know, things suppressed. You can hear them calling for assistance. 
uh, as you begin placing the explosives. I'm working on the last one? Yes, sir. Okay, I will uh, keep working on the last one. You're you're working on it, and you see that two of them are working their way over towards the starboard tank, and uh, you don't really have a clear shot at them. What, what, based on my explosives knowledge, how, how big do I see the blast radius being here? It's gonna, it, it will destroy this entire deck. Just on what I've, I've put on the first two tanks. Correct. You don't believe that yeah. the gas in the canisters is explosive, but you never know. You never know, it's true. <laughs> it, the techs are unarmed. I'm actually going to, to rush them, uh-huh. come around the corner where they're, they're low crawling up and uh, yeah, pop them in the head. Not, not, a friendly, not a friendly pop them in the head, but you know, no. you're dotting their eyes, crossing their yeah. T's, as it were. They're, they're Germans, right? Correct. Yes, I'm trying to rub them out. Uh, so I, I come around the corner and where the two of them have been trying to creep up. They seem, you know, look up, seem surprised I'm there. They try to, to roll away, actually underneath the canister for cover. And, and as they start to, I get one of them in the head. And he just, just lights go out and he drops. The other guy stammers and he's like, no, no, please, bitte, bitte there. I will finish him. <laughs> You're not going to do like Rise of the Triad and leave him alone and then he kills you as you turn around? Uh, I've not played that game, but no. I loved Rise of the Triad. Okay. John, you know what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I totally have... know what you're talking about. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I have a five on this. You, 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 you take him out? Yes, I will, uh, as he's pleading, I will uh, uh, pop him, and then uh, is there any, that then kind of move back and finish setting the charges on the last tank. Quick, quickly. You, you, it doesn't take you long. You just had a, a few seconds left to get it set, and as you turn, you know, after you've set the charge, well, well, a traitor in our midst. And you see one of Fenris's, you know, identical triplet sons standing there before you. Is he standing close? Is he standing close to the tanks? Um, he is standing at the fore of the deck. Just he just came up the stairs. I'm going to back away from him slowly, not like turning and running about. I'll keep my face to him slowly. Start walking backwards uh-huh. away from the tanks and see if he steps towards me. He smiles, and his his smile becomes quite bizarre. It's, uh-huh. it's not, you know, it, it's first it's like, ah, you know, fucking Nazis and their smiles. You know, you've seen, it, you've seen enough of that sadistic pleasure in your life, right? Right. You see it, but then it starts creeping further back and peeling back his face as, as his, his, his teeth, are your crazy white sharp teeth, begin to demonstrate. And he says, I love when they run. And his nose lengthens and he be- takes on this distinctive wolfish appearance. Uh, okay. You know, with hair and 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 the ears and you know, and he began and the his his feet burst forward from his boots and he's you know the, the, the eventually all he's left is he's kind of a, in a man wolf form with just the tunic, and he, <laughs> he is you're charging after you, and so he's charging past the tanks towards me. Correct. I'm going to uh, hold up the detonator in front of him. Mm-hmm. Does he seem to any way recognize what it is? He doesn't seem to care. He's charging right after you. I'm going to push the button. Goddamn Nazis. Jeremiah, as you're, uh, you, you've just cast your last lightning bolt and you're turning to go into the building. And you see the Zeppelin all of a sudden just crunches to the side as this gigantic explosion uh, creases the sky. And I mean the whole. I mean you should see the whole uh, uh, bottom deck of the of the zeppelin. It just shreds, and the 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 airframe begins to crumple, and just the whole thing begins to topple down in, into the city. 
dumbass Nazis. And you see something else from the flames. You know, the, this big, gigantic ball of flame in the sky, and you see something flies out of it with gigantic span of wings. You see some winged man is flying out with a flaming sword. I think I have to stay out here in lightning bolts and keep an eye on flaming sword guy. Not lightning bolt flaming sword guy. Lightning bolt sea trolls and then check my tent and make sure flaming sword guy is not coming to attack my building. <laughs> That's my plan. Tim, your building seems to attract lots of bad voodoo. <laughs> I know. It's like haters gonna hate. It's like Avengers Tower, <laughs> man. Every other week, someone's blowing it up. Yes, I'm looking at the evidence. I, I don't want to speak on your behalf, mm -hmm. but you see rather compelling evidence. So it looks pretty damning. It does. All right. I'll slowly look up at my father, find Jeremiah Ironclaw and attack him. He's a sorcerer. He's probably in charge at the moment. I'll turn to Cousteau and say, bring me my armor. Right away, sir. You have just seen this creature, this wild thing, gobble up Doris. Just, you know, oh, shit. yeah, just, you know, chewed Doris, you know, from one side to the other. Went through her, I mean, just, I mean, just like a shot. Doris is laying in two pieces on the floor. Okay. And so there are four of us left. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out my guns and, and shoot. So, uh, Betty, you've got your guns. Yeah. I'm going to deal some initiative in the room because we've got you, Joe, Atlas, Trap. I'm really not going to deal any uh, initiative for Doris. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets back. two. <laughs> Trap gets to go. And he, he uh, fires a, a bolt of black energy. At Honey Badger, who, who deftly dodges out of the way. And Atlas is just running to, to grab him up. He charges him and is unsuccessful. Uh, Honey Badger dodges out of the way. Uh, next up is Honey Badger. And he is going after Trap. Yo, shit! <laughs> I should probably take a picture of this. He... Uh, he uh, exploded on both of his rolls, on his ten-sider and his six-sider. Yikes! And again, shit! I didn't, wow. Okay, he hits trap like a wall of bricks, <gasps> clotheslines him up under up under his neck, and just drops him like a sack of potatoes. You hear a distinctive snap, and Paul, the friend that you don't really know, is dead. Joe's turn, and Joe fires and misses. A, a gunshot goes wide of Honey Badger. Now it's Paul's turn. All right. Well, I'm going to fire. And I got a seven. Okay. Uh, that's not quite a hit. You want to spend a Benny? No, I only have one more Benny. That is correct. You only have one Benny left. You can say something amusing and earn a Benny, but I don't think you have it in you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, right now I'm kind of pissing my pants. So, um, 
Okay, so you fire and shoot. Excel, you enter the room. You see this giant furry monster creature. You see a dead man with his neck snapped on the floor next to pieces of what may have once been a young woman. And you see blood all over the, the, the hairy creature with the with the wide open mouth. And you see uh, three under three other individuals, a young woman and uh, a, an African man and a uh, white fella. Okay, so he runs into the room. Looks around, goes, what the hell is going on here? And then he uh, pulls back his arm and then super speeds forward, punching Honey Badger in the face, using his speed, propelling his fist forward into him. You you clock him clear on in, in the head? Is that where you're, where you're, where you're uh, punching? Yep, right in the face. And he you know staggers and falls back. He's not out, but yeah, it was a hit. You wounded him. Meanwhile, up on the roof, Jeremiah, you see, you know, you've got the angel flying up in the air and you're, you're, you're watching that or the winged fella with the flaming sword. Um, and winged fella with the flaming sword, where are you going? Well, as the winged guy with the flaming sword, I am uh, soaring at, at full speed towards Iron Claw Tower. Are you going anywhere specific? Are you are you going to the roof? What are you doing? I'm headed toward. So on the roof, uh, the giant angel sees uh, uh, some sort of sorcerer casting spells, right? Correct. And I can't see anything that's going on inside. I'm, I'm unaware of the battle taking place inside. Correct. Right? But you are drawn to the inside. I will head towards, I imagine, to Patrick Ironclaw's office, and we'll uh, go through what I assume will be a balcony entrance. Okay. So, uh, Jeremiah, you see it, you know, it's coming towards you, and it starts uh-huh. dipping like it's going down to uh, one of the offices. Oh, goddamn, at, at, lightning bolting that. At high, <laughs> at high velocity. Okay. I'm like, he's attacking the <laughs> I'm lightning bolting right. that. <laughs> like trolls, flaming angel of death. I, I think my priority has to change now. <laughs> I take that back, Aaron. I am going to use super sorcery to juice my uh, my ranged attack bolt. Okay. So let me make my spellcraft here real quick. And I don't know. I don't know if I'll have time to do it. So if he gets away, I'll have to follow. But. And he's moving pretty pretty fast, so uh, you've got a difficulty of about a 10. Okay, I've got a 14 on my spell cast. Okay, good deal. All right, so what I did was uh, my normal shooting is 4d6. I used, of my 7 points, 3 points to add another d6, which is 5d6. And then I put the elemental trick darkness on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shoot him because I can't have him hurting pops. That is a ten. Okay. Typically, a shot is a def- is, is a four difficulty. Must you know right. certain different things. So he, he might have something. But... Okay, so that was a ten for damage. That's ten, uh, no, that's a ten to hit. Okay, ten to hit. Okay, and now roll your damage. All right. <sighs> and the, the reason why you had that difficulty of the ten was because of how fast he was moving. Yeah, uh, that's seventeen damage. Okay. One of them popped, but to point out the darkness feat, energy form can be used to just dim the view of your visions. Anyone hit by this power must make a spirit roll. Failure means victims are at a minus two to actions related to sight, including fighting and shooting. I would posit that would also count as flying. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't need to see it to fly. Oh, that, that seems fair. Okay, <laughs> so there you go. Well, I mean, any, num- any number of pilots will tell you that. You don't have to see right. fly. Echolocation. 
That's right. Yo, angels so are really just trumped up aquians. <laughs> it's where aquians go when they die. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. Everybody's against us now. Okay. So, all right. Well, let's so, teenage in darkness. Okay, so Andrew, you need to roll a spirit roll. Very good. And right. your spirit is an eight, so you're going to roll an eight-sider plus a six-sider. Yes, sir. Uh, I threw a six uh, plus a five would be an 11. Okay. So you are successfully not blinded, correct, Tim? That is correct. Okay. Do we we had damage, though, right? Yes. The damage was 17? 17. 17. 17. Correct. Okay, so you, you have uh, uh, 15 on your toughness. Okay, so that would be a shake? Correct. Okay. I will uh, use a soak roll. Uh, I will spin a binny and, and attempt to shake it off. Okie doke. So that would be a vigor roll, as I recall. Well, if you spin the binny, you you have dropped the... Oh, that's right. It's only the vigor roll if you want to negate damage, like wounds. Right. So I'll spin the binny and and get rid of the shaking. You know, sadly, I just realized that I took the binny from Jeremiah as opposed to Joseph, so I'm correcting that. Yes, I have have one now. That is correct. You have... Eins! Eins! I have have (laughs) drine. I have you done as uh, two. Oh, that's... I'm sorry. Yeah, I do have two. Yeah. Is that the new math that they have there in the UT? <laughs> I, was trying to use, I was trying to use that German to screw you up. <laughs> Ramiel. Yes. And let me just clarify. You are aware of Joseph, but Joseph is this voice screaming off in the distance, you know, that is easily tuned out. He's pretty unimportant. Correct. I've got work to do here, and, uh, yeah, I just need the body. Everything about this world is wrong. Okay. You, the, the, the man standing in front of you is wrong. Despite the fact that there, there is no evil in his heart, despite the, the rotten tree from which he grows, um, there, there is no evil in his heart. This is essentially a good man, but everything about him is wrong as is with this entire place. And you know that the clock is winding down. You have very little time to ensure that things are set right, or at least less wrong than they were. I Yes, I, I disregard the, the man on the roof and, and head into the office. And you see him uh, dip down beneath, your, uh, your, beneath the level of, of the roof. And uh, inside the room where you guys are dancing with Honey Badger, Excel, you're you're going super speed, but you're you're drawn out of super speed for just a moment, not enough to leave you vulnerable, but for just a moment, as you see this winged creature with a flying sword fill up the window and smash his way through, cutting through the glass with his sword. And everybody, Betty, Joe, Atlas, Honey Badger, Excel, all stop for just a moment to see this thing that's just happened. And he is shirtless. Uh, wearing a, a a kilt of some strange fashion, halo around his head. You can't even really see his head. His head is so aflame with this with this you know brilliant radiance. Multiple wings as uh, as uh, angels are wont to have, and this gigantic motherfucking flaming sword. And Joe says, "Well, now I've seen everything." As I burst in through the window uh, in a deep voice, I'll, I'll say, Sinners beware, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. There, there's some looking around, and Honey Badger jumps the angel. That, that is what he would do. And his battle cry, as you might suspect, is, Chicken! 
<laughs> and that explodes. Your toughness is 15, and he did not exceed your toughness. But man, he plows into you, Ramiel. Okay. He just puts his head down and bull rushes into me. And just knocks you back into the framing on the wall. But, uh, you know, you're not knocked out of the building. Uh, on the roof, Jeremiah. Uh, I take half a second to look at the, the, the sit rep on the sea troll situation. Uh, they're coming. They're going to be here in minutes. But, uh, you know, you, you're... You, uh, You've got an immediate problem downstairs and a, sh- and a medium range problem uh, out in the city. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, I turn into a hawk and I, I go in. Okay, so you fly in. You see what I've described. I'm going to come back and deal initiative here in just. Well, I'm going to go ahead and now I'm going to deal initiative in just a minute. Duke Harris, you have arrived at the building on a on an amazing water spout. You just hit the roof. Okay. Can I? And you're looking around, and you know, based on experience, you know, you feel like the sea trolls are going to have Sipawea under control within the next half hour. It's just a matter of time. You know, you're the the UT superpowered warriors, uh, the United Warriors, are good, but you know, they're not good enough to handle you know fight back all of the landing forces from your father's leviathans nor are they you know capable of even though they've they've you know destroyed one you know the four remaining sea trolls are more than up to the task of, of bringing sipawea to its knees okay then i'm going to head inside the building okay. trying and to, you uh, you did see jeremiah as you were arriving you saw jeremiah go into that office then that's where i'm headed Jeremiah has just arrived to the office. Duke Eris pops in. I assume you're coming in on a water spout. Yes, I am. And he comes flowing in on a water spout. He's in his full battle armor. Do you want to describe what that looks like? Um, it's uh, it's golden. It looks like it's uh, parts of it are made out of shells and coral. Um, holding a big trident. And uh, I'll look at Jeremiah and say, Did you really think that you would get away with this scheme? I look confused. What's going on here? I have super speed and I can't even keep up with this. Did you really think that you could exterminate everyone that was not of your race? What are you talking about? All I know is that people declared my tribe and my city and apparently all of them are in this building. So if you want a war, let's do it. I'm just now kind of noticing that this room is full of other people that I don't know who they are. You see a, a young woman. You see uh, uh, an African American man who's who's rather large. He's about seven feet tall and rather muscular. Um, you see uh, the person that you recognize as Joseph Reck, and now that you've recognized Joseph Reck, you've put together that that's his assistant Betty. You see uh, this angel fellow who's wrestling with uh, Honey Badger, or a creature that's you know previously described as Honey Badger. Not that you know him by name. Um, and you see uh, Excel in his uh, running garb. You've seen him before. And I think I've covered everybody. Everyone alive, yes. Yeah, there are pieces of, uh, of a young woman on the floor and a young man with a broken neck. Uh, so, I mean, now Honey Badger, uh, or the creature, the large creature and the angel are, are fighting. Like, I mean, do they seem pretty much preoccupied? Yeah, the two of them seem, you know... Yeah, they're, they're, they both have each other in, in, in rather a, a wrestler's, you know, hold. You know, they, they, for the moment, Honey Badger isn't isn't a threat to you. Now, if he breaks free from the angel, absolutely he's a concern. But 
Jeremiah Ironclaw is a threat. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a UT guy. If, since the room seems open, I'm going to go for the room, the open, the, the passageway we just opened. Okay, so you're going to run into it? Yeah. Okay, so you dart across into that space. So I, I've got uh, I, I've got Honey Badger kind of tied up in a, in a clinch. I don't want to hurt him. I would just like to throw him out the window. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to inflict any damage. I'm just trying to shift yeah. my grip enough to where I can maybe judo throw him, hip check him, something. Just well, pick you've him got up him in a, in a, You both have each other in a pretty good grip. So, yeah, you could totally do that. The, the, the trick is, you know, are you successfully breaking his grip to throw him out the window? Okay, so we've got each other in a clinch. We're kind of shifting back and forth, and Romeo managed to, to get, get an arm underneath his and just hip throw him over his hip out the window. And he goes tumbling. And just, you know, growling the whole way down. Okay. Uh, I will then turn my gaze on the rest of the room. All right, I'm going to point my trident at uh, Jeremiah and blast him with a water ram, or attempt to. Do you, do you have a battle cry when you do it? Do you go, water ram! <laughs> Anything like that? Yeah, n- uh, nothing nothing like that. No, no. <laughs> nothing as majestic as that? You call no. yourself a dude. This is why you'll never be king. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to be. <laughs> so not a hit. Perfect. Uh, he just took a shot at my boss. So not I'm gonna again. pop them. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps there's some kind of I don't know amusement park or teacup you could direct him to. <laughs> Carl, Carl Riley, there is so a t- an extra title to your, your your job if you knock him out this window. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> okay, I got a 17 to hit. Oh, shit. <laughs> a 17 to hit and 8 damage. So what do we do there, John? Okay, my toughness uh, my toughness is an 8. Right. Ooh. Well, the 17 to hit Seventeen to hit's gonna be your. What was your? Uh, were you doing a, 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 a? Were you striking him? I was doing a pummel. Pummel. Okay, uh, so so that's so that's Perry's going to apply. Yeah, that's six. Okay, and so you rolled a seventeen. Yep. Okay, so that's a hit with two raises, right? Am I doing the math right? Yeah. Okay, it's late. Yep. Um, <laughs> so hit okay. with two raises. So roll your damage. All right. So for a pummel, it says. Uh, I don't know if there's something I roll for normal damage as well. Uh, basically, it just says add plus eight to the damage. It's going to be and a strength for die. Yeah, it's going to okay. be a strength die plus eight. So whatever your strength is, roll that. Plus yeah. your two raises. Correct. Okay, I got a six on the strength, plus eight. So that's 14 plus the two raises. Okay, is there knockback on that? Did you take knockback? I did not. Okay. I just needed to know if the, if the teacups were in our future. Okay. So, so what, what hey, was the... hey, Aaron. Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, the two raises give you a 2d6 buddy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that explodes. <laughs> hey, John. Yeah. Love you, man. Yeah. 14. So an extra 14 on top of uh, what we were at before. And what were we at before? We were at 14, 20. so that's 28. Awesome. 92. 
You might as well be. Whatever. I always roll so well when I'm hitting John. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> so, so where are you, Duke? Are you are you out? What's what's going on there? I thought you slept the last. I, mean, I got an eight toughness, and he hit me with a twenty-eight. So that's a, uh, you know. You can soak. Yeah. Well. Like, right. Yeah. So what do I need for that? Is that a vigor roll? Yes. All right. Let's see what I can do on that. Uh, well, it's a seven, so it would be a success if it's against a forward with difficulty. So that removed uh, one of your wounds. <laughs> yeah, so I got three. So I think uh, the Duke is dead. All right, so basically I, I saw the blast come from the uh, the trident, uh-huh. and I just kind of like, traitor! And I run up and just start pummeling, punch after punch after punch after punch, <laughs> pushing back with the Duke, yep. right? Yeah, and then finally I just uh, let him have it with one final one, and he kind of stumbles back, and I don't even realize what's going on. And before I know it, he's out the window that Ramiel had sliced through. And and falling through the air, you know, you're the, 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 the good Duke is is too stunned, too addled by this, you know, sudden forceful attack uh, to summon up a water spout to 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 save him. Uh, but perhaps, you know, there's something, there's one last comment he might have to the world as he, you know, plummets to his death. Teacup! <laughs> <laughs> and he crashes to the ground in, into, a, into a bloody puddle. <laughs> Jeremiah, you see your, your once br- brother-in-law uh, fall to his death. You saw the young woman... Uh, dart past into and, and goes into a secret room that you didn't know was there before today. I mean, it's just dawning on you. Who put a door there? None of the people in this room take action against my family directly. Is that a fair statement? None of the, you're, none of the people in this room, uh, yes, none of the people that are currently standing have taken direct action against your, your, your family. Can I say something in ready in action? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I, I watch the Duke fall, and I, I stand under my breath, I sort of like him. And I look I look back at the room, and I say, if you mean no harm to my family, you have till the count of three to get out of my house. And I am ready to act one of those clowns that isn't that isn't Excel to try to do something to me, because I will end them. You see that uh, Joseph Rack and the uh, African man that you saw both exchange looks, and they, bo- they both turn to you and say, we both aim to do you harm. And uh, Joseph brings up his weapons. Atlas is charging. You said you were saving an action, so... So the Duke used a water spout to get in here, is that right? Correct. There's a lot of water in the room? Yes. That's fair. Yeah, I'm going to lightning bolt Atlas. That seems reasonable, because fuck that guy. You send electricity just darting into him. You, you hit him straight in the chest and light him up. He shrieks oh! and crumples to the ground. Joseph Reck brings up his gun as he's firing at you and misses wildly. Um, he, sh- he shouts on the top of his lungs, Do it, Betty! Do it! No, I'm in that. You are in the room. You enter the room, and it is a smallish chamber, or it seems smallish because of the size of the equipment here. And there is a large machine that is uh, taller than it is wide. It is uniformly the same width all the way around. 
eight feet wide, eight feet deep, and stands about uh, 20 feet tall. And it's got blinky lights all over it, and it's going nuts. You can see, you know, uh, sparks flying across it, and it looks like it's, you know, uh, about to do something. Is there some type of? I mean, I, I don't. I'm not as tech savvy as I was in the regular KOR universe. Am I savvy enough to uh, activate this thing? It seems active. No. Oh, okay. If you had to judge, you know, as as someone who has you know observed machines, it looks like it's maybe about to finish a process. It seems like it is wrapping something up. You have a very a strong sense that something is gathering here to finally complete. And do I have the sense that it is that that time it is coming upon that time that I need to do something that I need? You know that time is short. To do there something are more. minutes left here. And there's is there some place I can I see where I can go where I can activate where I can. You know, you there are there are controls all over it, but you have no idea how this thing works. Well, uh, can I radio into Shadow Override? Sure. Of course, he can't see anything. Or can he? I'm assuming no. <laughs> you don't know. All right, I'm going to radio into Shadow Override and tell him what I see. You you click on the radio, and you're not getting anything. And just click, click, click. Click, click, click. And you recall something that someone mentioned uh, previously about how Trap is the one who's able to keep the signals moving. So without Trap alive, the signals aren't moving between Shadow and this reality. You're on your own. So, Ramiel? Yes. And you feel drawn to whatever's to the room, going on. Yes. Obviously, I will uh, streak forward into the room, paying little attention to anything else around me, unless they get in my way. Okay. And as you enter, you won't be able to do anything until your next round, because the action was to get in there. Uh, yes. But as you enter, you see what I just described to Paul. Yeah, I can't leave a guy behind me with a gun, so we have to take care of that. So I'm going to use use my uh, range blast to shoot at uh, Joseph Rack. Okay. Because he shot at me first. Absolutely. So uh, you zap him down hard. He's not dead, but he's down on the ground. Is anyone left standing in the room? That's uh, There are no other bad guys left standing in the room. It's just you and Jeremiah now. Everybody else seems to be in that other room. I'm heading into the other room. Ramiel, Jeremiah, and Excel have are, are approaching the room. You've got the spark, big sparky machine. You see the young woman standing there. Is Is the machine wrong? Does it feel wrong? Yes, and particularly what it's doing is wrong. You feel like it is about to make permanent that which is wrong. Do I feel as if if the machine were no longer here, that things would uh, be better? Absolutely. I will cleave my flaming sword into this machine with the 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 righteous vengeance of God behind me. You go uh, screaming at it and uh, roll. Right. Uh, I'm going to use my last Benny. <laughs> the best thing I got was a three. Oh, dear. Let's, let's use that last that's Benny here. You don't want that. No, yeah. no, that's not dramatic. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a better roll. I got a six on my six-sider, uh, which will explode to a ten. Okay. Roll me damage. So you're going to go strength, and your strength here is a ten. Okay. You are going to roll your strength plus your sword, which is uh, two die eight. Two die eight. Okay. The damage explodes, correct? Correct. Okay. Woo! All right, so that'd be uh, 15, 16, 24. 
your sword comes crashing down, and there is some kind of protection, a sphere of something, a, a power, a force of will around it. You feel like you know you you had to carve through it, and you did. And you feel like you successfully shattered that shield, but your your blow against the machine itself was so 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 weakened that it right. didn't do any significant damage. But you know that that shield's not there for another round. It's not going to be there when you, when you swing that sword back. So I came in and this machine is blinking and sparking and just generally looks all around unhealthy. No, no, you know, to you it looks amazing. To you, this looks like a technological marvel. It's something you've never seen before. You don't recognize the technology. You don't recognize the design. But, you know, it's here in Patrick Ironclaw's, you know, secret sanctum. You marvel at it. You want You want to know this thing. You want to study it. Yeah, I, I'm looking around. Is there like a display screen or anything on it? There are no display screens. Just just lights and 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 I mean, it, it almost looks like something out of a 1950s uh, science fiction film. Are there any big red buttons? There are uh, knobs and dials all the way around it. But you know, you what you sense about it, you you have this this sense that it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do, and something awesome is about to happen. This is going to go colossally bad, but. I think I have to attack the angel. <laughs> Wayne, when has anyone ever said that and it's worked out well? <laughs> Wayne, you better roll really good or I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I rolled a five to hit. I'm personally mm. offended. Yeah, that, that that's not going to do it today, sir. <laughs> I'll use my last Betty. Cause Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Uh, um, his parry is an eight. So I missed the angel. Tell us how that looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How would that look? I'm thinking I I run at the angel full speed, not used to anybody being able to move, you know, anywhere near my speed, and I go for the punch, and I think the angel just probably moves his head to the left, and my fist goes flying right past it. Like, it barely even acknowledges my presence. Do you, do you think your fist slams into the machine? <laughs> no, we didn't fumble. Okay. Um, <laughs> stupid angel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I will shoot the angel. Let's do that. Because, you know, can't can't break Pop's toys. Because we're full of bad ideas tonight. A seven... That is not going to do it, is it? No. No, you do no, have we will sp- I, I actually have two bennies. Yeah, you I'll do. Spend one. Right. I'll spend one. Let's do this. There's a knot. Okay, so that's a hit. So, well, that was pretty piss poor. That is uh, 11. Okay. I don't think 11 does it, does no, it? No, toughness is 15. That sucks. Okay. All right. So, Betty, it's your go. And I want to tell you something. All right. You feel the the things are 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 it's key. Something's got to happen here in the next few moments, but you feel quite certain that Jeremiah Redfeather, or I'm sorry, Jeremiah Ironclaw, has the ability to fuck this up. That he can ruin the entire thing. That here he is fighting an angel in his home hasn't been you know melted down to the ground this this jeremiah redfeather looks like somebody who could really screw this up and maybe you've got enough time to to take care of this machine 
but maybe he's got enough time to ruin your day. Just saying. And, and given the fact that uh, Joseph Reck isn't in the room with us, I'm just assuming the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to shoot Jeremiah Redfeather. Okay. Or Jeremiah, yeah, uh, Jeremiah Ironclaw. <laughs> Somewhere now, Jeremiah Redfeather's getting shot, and he's pretty pissed. Now, <laughs> now uh, Paul, are you are you shooting to disarm? Are you shooting to you know just wound him? What are you doing? No, I'm 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 shooting to uh, I, I'm angry. Uh-huh. I'm confused, and I need you know I I know that he's going to stop me from trying to destroy this machine or stop this machining, and I need to set the world right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm shooting to take him out. All right. So my 10-sider explodes. Uh, and explodes again. Mm. 29. In the, wor- in the words of John McClane, welcome to the party, pal. So that is five raises, Paul. So you're going to roll your damage with uh, five additional six-siders. So you're going to roll 76 and count your explosions. All right. Hold on. I don't... Oh, they're all my D6s. All right. One, two. <laughs> I'm going to give my Vigor dice out for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have one Vinny left, right? Tim? Apropos of I nothing. certainly do. <laughs> uh, all right. Three, seven, 11, uh, 15, 19, 22, plus uh, this six-sider exploded. So 28... Uh, uh, 34. 34. No, 33. 33, sorry. Okay. We're going to try that soak. That's probably not going to work out well. <laughs> no, no, you got I gotta, this. You got no, this, I gotta, Tim. I got to spend the Benny to do that. Is that correct or is that incorrect? My understanding yeah. is that you do, yes. but I could okay. be wrong. All right, I'll spend it because, okay. you know, I wasn't dead. Benny down. Okay, six explodes. Good start. Six explodes. Good start. Six explodes. 24, 25. Wow. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I sort of wanted him to shoot me in the face. Uh, so, uh, a simple success is four, Aaron. Right. I just succeeded with one, two, three. By my four raises. Okay. That wipes it completely. Well, I take that back. It doesn't wake me. Uh, he would have he would have killed me. So that'd have been shaken, wounded three. Right. I just did five successes basically. So I, I think it's kind of your call. I think you. I think you're 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 fine. I think Good. That you're not shaken. Okay. Or you're not wounded at all. All right. Good deal. Okay. Uh, can I describe that? Yeah, you may. Oh, sweet. Uh, so this woman, this woman I don't know, reaches out and tries tries to end my life. And uh, it hits it hits my chest just below my heart, and I stagger for a minute, and I let out a howl, and it's a spiritual howl that that pierces the veil, and suddenly seven wolves, spiritual wolves, run in and leap my chest, and and I I stagger back up, my eyes glowing. That is not my end. Jeremiah, your high card. Oh well, fuck that bitch. <laughs> That's what that is. I'm gonna use super sorcery to my uh, my range attack from 46 to 66. And I'm a shooter. Because that wasn't... That was a 9. 4, 5, 6, 15, 20. And no blow up. My toughness is... My toughness is a 4. 
Hey, Paul, you got any bennies left? I do. I have a Benny left. So I'm going to spend that Benny. And what does that leave me with? And you can make a Vigor roll to try to negate wounds. Right. All right. So my Vigor roll is I have a eight. So I roll an eight sider. And do I roll a, a wild eye? Yeah. Yep. All right. Hold on. I hope you roll like 25 like I did because that's be pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Well, my eight sider exploded and my six sider exploded. Nice. But but they don't add together, right? I just no, take but the highest. You can, you can roll both of them and yeah, yeah and figure out which, which track gets you higher. Ooh, eight sider exploded again, so that's sixteen. <laughs> but the six sider didn't explode, so sixteen. You know, you all can just blow me. <laughs> <laughs> twenty four. I, I really, I, I should videotape this. Uh, twenty four plus six, thirty. Yeah, he did the same thing. Okay. He's good. So describe that's, that, Paul. Yeah, that's describe awesome. that, Paul. All right. Um, so, I'm sorry, what did you shoot me with? Uh, a bolt of yellow energy. Glowy yellow, yellow shit. That's what he shot you with, a glowy yellow shit. You know, I'm, because uh, he actually did hit me. So, he uh, he shot me with the yellow energy bolt, and it knocked me back into the wall. I mean, it knocked me back into the wall enough that the wall, you know, cracked behind me. Right. Um, you know, and it, it, it may have torn my clothing a little bit, but I, I, I am standing up on my feet, and I am now more pissed than ever. How much time do I feel I have left? Moments. Enough to still focus on this fight, or should I go for the machine? You feel like what? What? Do, what am I feeling? You feel like if you don't keep him engaged, you're never going to get to the machine. I'm going to teleport behind him. So there's my D10. Don't screw it up, Paul. Yeah, I know. Hold on. Okay, my ten sider exploded. Nineteen. So that's a that's a shot. Three raises. So roll your damage plus three die six. Just, you're going to roll five dice six, Paul, and counter yep. explosions. Oh, okay. One fell off the bed. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're barfing here. What are we doing? You're in bed? I'm, I'm sitting next to the bed. Uh, I, I don't uh, have a desk yet. Yeah, okay. All right, hold on. So this doesn't seem like a level of rolling surface. Those huh? rolled on my genitals. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. All right, hold on. 23... Plus, <laughs> gotta fish one out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, that's up in McCrevy. <laughs> right, 23 plus. All right, so that's 37 plus 40. 40 is my total. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> is that all? Wait, wait. Mi- minus one, Paul. Minus one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, minus one, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's being all chintzy with the rules. I mean, cool. All right, then that's what I, yeah. So I teleport behind him and I put in his back. Um, I fall forward, sprawled out. Uh, Jeremiah tumbles tumbles to the ground. Um, he he's kind of half lying on his side. Rain, JJ. Uh, he his, takes his left hand and puts it over his chest and pulls up blood. He looks up at the person that that killed him, and like there's a there's a a wave of recognition that washes over him, his eyes wide, and, and he smiles and he says, "Hi, Bets," and I die. And blood, you know, bubbles at his mouth, and you know, as he's he's struggling for breath. Those who live by the sword are destined to perish by the sword. Okay, so I look around the room. I see everything has just happened. I'm staring at an angel that I couldn't hit that was fast enough to move away from my hit. So I turn to this machine, and I know the machine's about to be destroyed, and I don't think there's anything I can do about that. So I just want to touch it once before it gets destroyed. 
So I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to hit buttons. Okay. And uh, roll for me. All right. What do you want me to roll? Um, what is your uh, – You've. I think we decided that you had an – was it an 8 or a 10 in technologies? A 10. Okay. So I'm going to have you roll a 10 minus 2, okay. uh, and you're looking for, let's say, a, a 7. Minus what? Uh, minus 2, and you're looking for a 7. 13. He is – you guys see him in a blur – uh, touches this thing and he's just touching it all over and you see several of the, the sparking arcs of energy you know uh, touch him at several points and he's just kind of frozen for a second and uh, he cries out it's so so and he's gone just gone I'm going to smite this uh, abomination as the you know flaming blade cleaves you know through the metal into the inner workings of the machine uh, starks sparks start to fly out and energy starts to fill the room and and suddenly there's a, a large explosion everything is a wash all of a sudden it's it's like you guys are your waves are crashing against you you can't help but 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 cry out how shocking this is just waves of force passing uh, across you, bright white light just goes to the most brilliant white you've ever seen. And as it fades, the necropath is standing in this room that he was in before, and he sees Patrick Ironclaw standing in front of him, and he sees those uh, Native American figures in the room with him. And on the floor, the, 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 you know, you're, you're back in, in Rainsboro, and you, you've got these memories of Sepawea, as well as your Rainsboro memories, and you you know that you're 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 back where you ought to be. You remember looking out these the eyes of an angel, but now that that force is gone, it is not part of you anymore. And you have this sense of of wings passing in front of your face a moment ago, like it fled from you. And you look on the floor, and you see a Hair Trigger sitting on the floor with the coyote laying across her, her knees and he is uh, quite dead and blood is drained from, from, from his mouth, you know, and his eyes are just kind of looking up. Hair Trigger remembers everything. She remembers uh, growing up in Europe. She remembers losing her parents, uh, being saved by uh, Joseph Reck. She remembers murdering this man, Jeremiah Ironclaw, who she now remembers as her good friend, the coyote here in Rainsboro. And across the room is Riptide, who's standing in the door, shaken, uh, seeming, you know, quite disturbed at having died just a few moments ago, that, that distinct memory of having died. Ricochet is nowhere to be seen. The United Tribes and Knights of Rainsboro are productions of ideologyofmadness.com. Nazis, many Nazis, were in fact harmed in the production of this podcast. Really, so many Nazis. 